0: Welcome to the Fantasy Falcon Football Podcast. Oh yeah, here we go again. We better call this week Tic-Tac-Toe because we are doing three in a row, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, Kyle Faulkner with, uh, as always, my co-host Jeff Faulkner. Jeff, you getting sick of me yet or what?
1: Not at all, man. When like you know what, I talked to Christine. If you want to talk to Katie, there, maybe we just move in together and then we can just hang out all the time. Because I, I don't, uh,
0: this doesn't get old for me. I hope it doesn't for you. No, nope, not at all. This is uh, pretty much the highlight of my week. So I'm glad we're <laughs> glad we're doing it more than just once. And uh, you know, I'm I, it's, this has been an exciting week. We had the bonus episode, the 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 hard hitting power ranking show. We had our regular uh, Tuesday night, and uh, obviously, if you're listening to this on Thursday, you know that we recorded our preview show a day early this week. So uh, you're welcome for that, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, before we get into
1: this, buddy, I got a question for you. Um, I'm just looking at the, the website right now and, and our standings, and it's there's this weird like squiggly little, I guess, asterisk thing beside my... My name? You, it's not beside anybody else's, so I don't really Do you know oh, what that
0: could be? Yeah, I uh I heard that was something to do with uh using performance enhancing substances and so uh if you win this year there's going to be an asterisk like that on the trophy. Um uh, we all we all had a vote, the other thirteen members, and we decided that was the most fair way to go about it. So, you know, enjoy your uh enjoy your win. Even a tarnished penny is still worth one cent, I guess.
1: Well, the only reason I don't believe that is because you said you got everybody to vote on something, and I've been in this league <laughs> too long. Uh, I'll tell you what it does mean. This is what it means. It's not working. <laughs> it means I'm in the dance already, baby. I don't know if you heard that music or not. If that didn't, yeah, music didn't come no, through, I... it sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, well... I'm dancing over no, here by myself it. anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've clinched, and I'm pretty excited about it. And uh, no, but actually, looking at the standings and all the some of the matchups this week, you know, I tried to pick my favorite matchup for the this week in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And there's three of them that have stars beside them. Uh, you know, playoff implications, you know, five weeks, everything. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun week in our league.
0: Yeah, there's so much parity right now. Um, These next three weeks are going to be wild. It's going to come down to the wire for some teams. Uh, There's going to be a couple that sneak in by the seat of their pants, and there's going to be a couple of teams, I think, that are on the outside looking in and aren't going to be too happy about it. And I know I can speak for myself. If that's me, I'm going to be pretty GD angry, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I think I do, yeah. Well, Anyways. before we yeah, before we talk
1: about uh, you know, the matchups in our league, um, you know what? Actually, before we talk about anything, you made a kind of a big trade today, and I was hoping you could break it down for us and let everybody know what happened.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, it was uh, well, little backstory. Last week, I was I was on a hard tilt. I was uh, I was getting discouraged. I was worried about my matchup with Craig. I was worried about Carson, and I was I was shopping Chris Carson around, and I was shopping uh, Josh Jacobs around as you know very well and a couple of other owners do and uh in the end i flip-flopped about 500 times and ended up just staying put and jacobs rewarded me and i was hopeful that i'd have chris carson coming into thursday but as we get closer and closer it's not looking good so i need a win i don't know if it's gonna come this week as you know like i said i'm not expecting big things against uh your team but uh I, I want to do my best, but I want to be ready for my next two matchups because I I need to you know get one or two wins and keep myself in the playoff picture, and I need wide receiver depth. So, after some very tense negotiations with uh, Grant, the owner the owner manager of Sit Wentz Play Hertz, I ended up sending him. Uh, what did I end up sending him? Chris Carson and two fifth round picks in next year's draft for Jarvis Landry. Jacoby Myers and I believe two tenth round picks uh in next year's draft, so a little bit of a draft uh pick hit, but you know what i'm I'm pot committed at this point there's no sense no sense doing anything uh you know halfways and uh i I feel pretty good. I wouldn't say you know I'm getting two stud wide receivers, but landry he's got no obj. He's done it before with Baker, remember before before Beckham got there, Landry had one rough season with Baker and then one fantastic season where uh you know, he's just that possession receiver all day long. And Myers, we've seen him go off a few games in a row. He's got a real rapport going with Cam and down the stretch I think that's just going to just going to pay off and uh hopefully both those guys uh help me stay in the W column.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean he I, I'm always been a big, big fan of Jarvis Landry's game. He's a, you know, one of my favorite receivers to watch. He plays hard every, every down. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, especially if Carson does come back this week. Cause I mean, you know, they're on the short week, like you said, and uh, it's a, uh, it's a huge matchup though for the Seahawks. And um, yeah, I mean, let's, you know, let's break that one down. We'll jump into our NFL matchups. I can't wait to see how your trade plays out. Cause like I, you said, I'm facing you right away. Right. So it's, we're going to find out right away if it's if, uh, how it pays <laughs> off for you. Uh, but you know, I'm sorry I kind of jump back and forth there, but I'm I'm thinking about your R B depth. Like you're moving who are you gonna put in your R B two spot now?
0: Uh I'm going with uh Ahmed, my new acquisition from the Miami Dolphins. Um he's gonna be my RB two this week. And I've got uh I picked up a guy who I dropped previously, Tony Pollard. Um, you know, he's been he's been getting okay production even with Zeke and I saw, you know, a little interview where Zeke was talking about he still has stiffness in his hamstring, which is code for let me see how Dalton looks coming off of injury and bye. <laughs> and uh maybe I'm gonna sit this one out. And uh so he's he's in the mix. I've got the Gus bus holding down the bench right now, but he can always pop in. But the real the real tester for my team is going to be after this week, after the forty nine ers bye. Sounds like Raheem Mostert's gonna be coming back. Uh fastest player or fastest running back in the NFL this season or fastest running back play and uh if he can come back and look like he did when he was healthy earlier this season that could be a real wild card for my squad so that's that's kind of the hope is that uh you know Carson if he's back and healthy he could be a top five running back the rest of the year but I've waited for a month I couldn't I couldn't wait any longer without my RB2 uh so I'm hoping that those other guys that I've got can can string something together for me Oh, we're going to
1: find out. I mean, you waited a month and you got big wins, but yeah, it's going to be fun to find out what happens here.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. So speaking of uh, teams that are, oh, you've got the, you've got the first one here talking to the teams on Thursday night.
1: Yeah. So we're going to jump into our NFL preview kind of here, the matchups this week and, and their fantasy implications. we got the Cardinals and the Seahawks. This is the second time these two teams have faced off. Uh, Last time it was big fantasy wise and it's, you know, it's probably going to be another shootout, even though the weather's kind of calling for crappy and, and, you know, rain and windy and it's going to be miserable Seattle weather. I still think there's gonna be a lot of points put up. Uh, Both teams are tied along with the Rams for first place in this division. So it's going to be fun football in that division for the rest of the season. And uh, yeah, last time these two met, it was an amazing game. They went to overtime where the cards won. Seahawks are coming off a tough loss. Cards are coming off that, you know, super emotional Hail Mary win. I don't know who I like better. I mean, it depends if Tyler Lockett and Chris Carson are going to be in the mix. gotta we got to find that out. I think I'm going with the cards because of the uncertainty there. Um, yeah, but it's going to be a really, really fun game. And there's, you know, some teams in our league have the you know, big pieces on both sides of the ball. So it's going to be fun. Watch for them as well.
0: Yeah. You know what? We're not used to seeing Thursday night matchups that really could affect almost every, uh, every matchup in the LOEG. But, uh, this is one of them for sure. There's there's quite a few fantasy assets that people are going to be rolling out. Um, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I really like the Cardinals. Uh, I was glad to see Kenyon Drake get back, and he looked pretty healthy. He carried a big workload last week, but uh, I think the weather will play a little bit of a little bit of a factor. I think the Seahawks have the advantage of that's their you know that's kind of their home environment. And uh, I think they're hurting after that loss to the Rams. They've had a couple of tough losses here and uh, they need to get back in the win column and kind of reestablish their foothold on top of that division. So I'm taking, I'm taking Russ for a big bounce back week. And uh, speaking of big bounce back weeks, both of these next teams, they are both going to be looking to get back. We've got the Titans taking on the Ravens. Uh, The Titans played last Thursday night, had that tough loss to Indianapolis. And the Ravens, I don't know if you uh, if you caught that. I think partway through their game, Noah's Ark went sailing down the middle of the field in uh, against New England. There, um, that's a tough loss because New England's been a struggling team. The Ravens are trying to reestablish themselves as the powerhouse that they looked like last year, and uh, in the end, they couldn't get it done. Coach Belichick and and uh, you know, Bam Bam Cam, they they brought it and they did what they had to do uh last year when these two teams met in the playoffs it was a wild game uh it was kind of shocking the titans had been on the rise but i don't think anyone really expected them to come out of that uh that matchup with a win and they sent the ravens home when the ravens looked like they could be a super bowl team um like i say they're both trying to get back in the win column the titans have actually lost three of four um after a really hot start to the season the ravens have lost two of their last three I'm going to go with the Titans on this one. Um, I think that a big difference maker is going to be Derrick Henry. This time of year is when he really starts to, uh, you know, get going. Teams are starting to wear down. Defenders are getting injured and getting tired and getting cold. And uh, he loves it. He just goes crazy. So I think the Titans are going to take care of business.
1: So I'm on the opposite side of this one. I think the Baltimore (laughs) Ravens have had this game circled for since the schedule came out. And, uh, yeah, they will not forget that they were sent home by the Titans last year. Uh, I think I don't, I mean, a lot of it depends on Lamar Jackson and if he can kind of figure everything out, but uh, yeah, I think the defense is going to be the difference. I I like the Ravens defense a little bit better than the Titans. And I think Baltimore wins this one. Um, Our next matchup. It's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. Both quarterbacks are kind of dinged up and we're really not even sure if they're, they're going to be available on Sunday, but we got the lions at the Panthers. Uh, You know, both teams are hovering just under 500 or at 500. They're kind of, hanging around that seventh wildcard spot. Um, but obviously the quarterback's pretty important. And Teddy Bridgewater has got a knee injury. We're not sure if he's able to go. He didn't practice today. Stafford's got a uh, partial tear and a ligament in his thumb on his throwing hand. Uh, I guess they've got a brace on it right now, but he didn't practice today either. Um, I heard Kenny Galladay was back in a limited fashion, which is amazing news. It's like the first piece of news I've heard from Kenny Galladay since he hurt that hip. And, uh, you know, super frustrating. Hips don't lie. and It's pretty important. And... Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad to see he's back in even a limited capacity because they have a short week next week with the the Thanksgiving coming up and all those matchups. So anyways, this week they got the Panthers, uh, you know, the, the Lions are coming off a big win. They got Deandre Swift is rolling. Uh, they won last week on the last second field goal against the Washington football team, but they, in that game, they did blow a big lead. So which, which lines are going to show up? The Panthers offense looked really good against the Bucs, but their defense was just lit up again. That was an angry Buccaneers offense coming off an embarrassing loss. This one's tough. It's, Assuming both quarterbacks play, I'm going to go with the,
0: man, I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, It's obviously if one of these quarterbacks is out, I'm going to lean hard. I'm going to end up leaning hard to the other team who has their starter in. Um, If both are out, I'm not going to pay one second of attention to that football game. To be honest with you, it's going to be painful to watch. But uh, if both guys are in, I think that the Panthers have looked good lately. Their defense, um, you know, they'll be looking to bounce back. The Lions, even if they get a lead, it's never safe. They're uh, they're kind of developing a bad habit the way that the Falcons have this year as well. Um, somehow Matt Patricia is still leading that team, but we'll see what happens if he does it a couple more times. Um, I think that things are looking good for Teddy Bridgewater. I hope so because he's a pretty important part of my matchup with you. And uh, I think the Panthers are going to get the W.
1: Well, one more thing, obviously, CMC is out. He's a huge part of the Panthers offense, but he's, they ruled him out pretty early. So we'll have to keep an eye <laughs> on if he's back at all this year.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like with his with his health this season, it almost feels like this is a retired player we're talking about. We haven't seen him on the field very much. But uh Mike Davis, that'll be that'll be a big test for him. Detroit not super strong against the run and uh Davis has struggled a bit, so this is a good chance for him to turn it around and get back where he was before. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of games that uh nobody really wants to watch that closely. <laughs> um we've got the uh Hmm, division leading Philadelphia Eagles somehow. Ugh. Uh at the Browns who I actually didn't really realize this but the Browns are currently tied with the Raven for second in the uh in the
1: division. Did you realize that? Yeah, they're sneaky. Yeah, that's six wins, right? And uh I mean, they got talent on both sides of the ball, so they should. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they do. And you know what? They've had talent on both sides of the ball before and they've always just kinda brownsed it up. But uh they seem to be seem to be doing okay right now. And uh we talked about it when Beckham went out that maybe that was a good thing and I don't know. They've had the problem is they've had two really bad uh weather games in a row. Uh their passing attack hasn't really been existent. Last week they didn't even really try to pass. But uh, lucky for them, they've got Nick Chubb back and they still have Cream Hunt. They've got two elite running backs. Both of these guys can carry the ball. Hunt is as good catching the ball out of the backfield as almost anybody in the league. Um, it looks like rain again this week. There's a pretty good chance as of right now uh, that there's going to be rain in Cleveland. If that's the case, it's going to be another big day on the ground, um, which you know could be a good thing for uh, your guy, Miles Sanders. But uh, it's going to be tough if you own any of the passing options. Like my new piece, Landry, he might not be delivering quite what I was hoping for. Um, <clears throat> the Browns' uh, pass rush has been really good this year. Um, and uh, obviously, we talked about Miles Garrett and the effect that he's been having. And the Eagles' offensive line has just been horrendous. Carson Wentz is getting destroyed um it's going to be a miracle if he you know this is a guy who gets injured at the best of times it's going to be a miracle if he makes it through the season and uh to be honest on a rainy day slippery ball guys having trouble getting down the field quickly this could be one where if he hangs on to the ball too long he could take some big hits uh i'm going to give it to the browns i hate to do it hate to show love to the to the division but i think the browns are gonna take care of the eagles here
1: yeah, I mean we gotta pick one, right? And I'm not confident in either right. one of these teams. I mean, Carson Wentz, what was it, three years ago? Like the year they won the Super Bowl, he was I was convinced this guy was the face of the NFL. He looked like he looked like he did everything right. And since that injury, it's just something is not right with this guy. And yeah, I don't know. It's hard to trust any of his pass catchers. Yeah, I'm picking the Browns as well. I think Miles Garrett's gonna wreck this game. I think he's I think he's gonna make his claim for defensive player of the year and like basically Put it to bed. Yeah, I think he's going to take over this game this week, and uh, yeah, I'm going the Browns.
0: Yeah, either that, or he's going to take his helmet off and oh, beat somebody no, no. over the head with it again. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh,
1: man. oh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, next matchup. <laughs> you know, this is an interesting one uh, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's you know the Patriots at the Texans. It's a big game. Uh, two teams trying to get back into the wild card hunt and turn their seasons around. The Texans have looked better since they got rid of Bill O'Brien. Uh, the Patriots looked really, really good last week against the Ravens. So you really don't know what you're going to get with either one of these teams. Um, it's got big fantasy implications in our league as well because you know Whammer's got two quarterbacks, a massive matchup, or he's got both quarterbacks in this in this matchup, and he's got uh, a, a massive decision to make because he's got a big matchup in our league. So we'll talk about that later when we break that one down. Um, yeah, I mean, not neither of these teams could do much pass wise because of the weather, but the Texans couldn't run either. So. It's going to be interesting to see if they can turn that around. I know uh, David Johnson, and I'm not sure if he's back this week or not. They've, I don't think he is, so I'm pretty sure he's no, on the IR, they right? Him, yeah.
0: They put him on IR, yeah. He's still a couple so weeks away. So it's the
1: Duke. It's the, you know, the return of the Duke, and uh, yeah, we'll see how he does. Um, Patriots obviously coming off that huge win. Texans coming off a bad loss. I like the way bill Belichick coaches. I don't know if you heard, he's pretty good at it and he probably uh, figured a way to take Watson out of this game. I'm taking the Patriots for, you know, put them back at 500 and, and right back in that division somehow.
0: Oh God. Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, they have looked, I wouldn't say good. They, they took care of business in the rain last week. They squeaked one out against the jets the week before. Um, I actually, am going to go with the Texans. I think that uh, I think that this is going to be a get right game for their passing attack. Um, I'm sure that Belichick's strategy is going to be exactly what you said: uh, sending heat, trying to you know keep Watson contained in the pocket, don't let him extend the play with his legs. Um, but Watson's got a big arm too. He can get rid of the ball quickly, and he's got. Even without Hopkins there, he's got uh, receiving weapons that have shown you know, they can burn you down the field, they can catch a short pass and do something with the ball in their hands. Um, and it, it is going to come down, I think you're right, to Duke Johnson uh, being able to be productive out of the backfield and the Texans being able to slow down the Patriots running game. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it for the Texans. They're going to get back in the W column. boy Yep. Well, this one, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure this next matchup, I already know what you're going to say uh, for your pick, but we should talk about it anyways, because it's the Steelers, the Steelers and the Jaguars. Steelers are 9-0, and the Jaguars are not 9-0. and <laughs> uh, We are, uh, I say we, I love being part of this undefeated NFL team um, yeah. just by watching them every week. Yep. Uh, the Steelers are three games away right now from tying the all-time record for consecutive games with a sack. Uh, we've mentioned that a couple times this year, they're going after Tampa Bay's, uh, record from the mid two thousands. Um, I don't think Jacksonville is the team that's going to stop them. Their O-line has struggled at the best of times and they're going up against an aggressive defense. They're going up against an aggressive defense that loves playing against rookie quarterbacks and devouring them. Um, and they're going to be they're going to be getting ready to rock and roll um, this week. Pittsburgh is the only team uh, who's favored by double digit points, actually. And the last time they were favored by double digit points was against the Cowboys, and it did not quite go to plan. I'm pretty sure that Coach Tomlin's going to have the guys prepared. I'm pretty sure that uh, he doesn't want a repeat of the the Dallas Cowboys heart attack. So, I expect them to come out. Uh, I expect the passing attack to be hot. I expect them to try and get the ball into Connor's hands and uh, get something going on the ground because you know as the as the NFL gets closer and closer to playoff time. They need to have that as part of their game or else they're not going to, you know, a, a big winning season is great, but it's no good if you go out in the first or second round of playoffs. So we need to get the running game going. I think this is the game that uh, Pittsburgh can attack that, you know, Jacksonville had a close one against Green Bay, but that was largely due to a special teams touchdown uh, and some big defensive plays. Um I I don't see a real issue. The Steelers are going to take this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Tomlin was even a- answering questions this week about is this a trap game because we play Baltimore again next week and you know are the guys overseeing this. But I feel the same way. I think this is a James Conner day. It smells, it feels like a James Conner day. He's just going to have one of those massive games. And um yeah, hopefully we do. We get our, our run game right. uh You know, I'm rooting for some points and some yards from DJ Chark now and. And uh, the Jaguars, but, you know, they got a quarterback who we're not really sure of either. I don't think this game is even going to be close. Uh, yeah, look at that, 10-0, and 0, hopefully.
0: Yeah, it could be. Uh, quick question for you before you get to the next matchup. One Steelers wide receiver. if You've got to start one guy who's going to be, who's going to get those quick points.
1: Ah, uh, man, it seems like, I was having this conversation the other day, it seems like Juju has been pretty steady, um, getting, you know, six, seven catches a week. And then the other two guys, Deontay or Claypool, are boomer bust, right? Claypool, uh, Claypool uh-huh. has been a little, you know, had a, a higher floor so far this year than Deontay, but Deontay's been banged up. Uh, it's a crazy talented room. We're so deep. You know, I mean, even James Washington's just, they have a stud receiver when you watch him. He's filled out. He's stronger than all the DBs. If I had to pick one, I'm picking – I'm probably picking Deontay. I love Deontay Johnson.
0: Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I think that he's healthy now. I think that Ben knows uh, the the dynamic between uh, Deontay and Juju. You know, not saying that Deontay is the same as Antonio Brown, but it reminds me of when Juju first came into the league, the things that Brown was doing, the matchups that he was drawing it freed up Juju to do his thing. And that's what I see happening again this year. And I like it. He's handling it just fine. No, and he, I think he
1: led the league in average yards of separation <laughs> last year as a rookie. So I, I mean, the sky's the limit for this guy. Um, our next matchup is going to be an interesting one. We at uh, it's the Falcons at the saints. We don't have drew Brees. We know that we've got uh, famous Jameis eating W's and hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen this week, but It's going to be really interesting to see how it affects all the skilled players in new Orleans. Uh, Could it affect Michael Thomas? Does it affect Mike uh, Alvin Kamara? Uh, It sounds like Traquan Smith is going to be out with that nasty concussion he suffered last week. So who's going to step up? Is it Emmanuel Sanders? Does, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. We know Sean Payton's a really smart coach. Um, He's got Taysom Hill or Taysom Hill in the mix as well. He got a lot of usage last week and the week before in that uh, Buccaneers game. So I could see, you know, him getting a lot of snaps and on the other side, the Falcons, they're coming off their bye. They've been better since they got rid of their coach. And, uh, you know, it's a big division game for them. I think the Saints are the better team overall. It just... Well, i Well, I also want to know they play two times in three weeks. This is the first time uh, in th- uh, two and three weeks they face off. So that's going to be fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but my gut's tell me the Falcons. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Winston's going to throw a pick that Winston throws, and it's going to be the difference. I'm taking Atlanta. It could
0: be. It could be. I I think in the first quarter we're going to see a classic Jameis Winston pick six. I think that's going to set up a big Michael Thomas game. Um, the thing with Winston, you know, I was an owner of Winston in this league for a long time, and the big thing with him is he finds his target, he locks onto that guy, and he throws the ball to him. You know, ten to twelve times, and uh, so if that happens to be Thomas, which would makes sense he's the best receiver on the team uh that could be a huge day if it happens to be camara that could be you know he could have 200 yards receiving if it happens to be manny sanders or some guy we've never even heard of you you don't know what's going to happen um i did make a little note in there you kind of mentioned it peyton hasn't actually announced who the starting quarterback for this one is um i'm 99 percent sure it's going to be winston but uh, I don't know if he's trying to play mind games with Atlanta or what, uh, threatening to start Taysom Hill. But, uh, you know, we saw Breeze go out last year, and we saw the Saints D and the rest of the offensive pieces uh, take care of business. They went 5-0 and without him. I think this one's going to go to the Saints. They're at home. They're on their turf. They're going to get a big win for their leader. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, this next one is uh, not... Quite as exciting, I wouldn't say, but uh, there's still a few, still a few fantasy relevant pieces. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Washington Football Team. Uh, for Washington, you know, Alex Smith is still standing; still got both his legs working just fine. Uh, I think at this point, it's safe to say he's making a pretty strong bid for comeback player of the year, of the decade, of the millennium. Take your pick. I yeah, may
1: as well name the award um, after
0: him. It might be, to be honest, after this. Like it's he he didn't look good the first time he came in uh in relief this season. But uh he held his own. They almost got a big win against the Lions. They were down huge. He led the he led the charge all the way back. Lions ended up winning on a last uh last second field goal. But you know what? This is a guy who's had he has experience winning in the past. He wants to get a W and the, this Bengals team might be uh, just the opponent to do it. Joe Burrow was just terrorized by the Steelers' D last week, and uh, Washington is is not too shabby in that department either. They're going to be creative with their blitzes. You know, uh, Ron Rivera knows a thing or two about defense, and uh, their pass rush is going to be in his face. They're going to try to make him turn the ball over and make mistakes. They're going to try to put him on the ground. Um a big, a big thing I didn't make note of is uh, Joe Burrow may or may not be back. He's he's slowly edging his way back. It doesn't look great, but there's definitely a chance. Uh, if he's back, that definitely gives this offense a boost. Um, I don't. This is a tough one, but I might actually take the football team. I think.
1: Um, sorry, you say Joe Burrow is,
0: or Joe uh, Mixon? Sorry, sorry. yeah, yeah Joe that's Mixon. A big difference, yeah, yeah. Sir. My yeah. bad. Um,
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know this is a fun one because it's the number one pick versus the number two pick. You know Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to see that head to head for you know every. I mean they're in different conferences, but I always like to see when the 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 one tip pick faces the two pick in the same season. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I like what Joe Burrow's doing. Even last week when he didn't have a chance against Steelers D, he still you know there were some plays that he made that other quarterbacks aren't capable of. And uh, he's only going to get better. But, yeah, I think the Washington football team gets a win here this week because of their defense and uh, because the Bengals don't have one. <laughs> Our next matchup is uh, I don't lose because my name is Tua. And I come in, i got this amazing defense in Miami now that nobody saw coming really. And we're right in the hunt for the division. And we get to play the Denver Broncos with a beat-up quarterback and an ugly running game. I don't think this game is really going to be that close unless the Dolphins, you know, don't can't stay focused. I they really think the so the matchup I'm talking about, obviously the Dolphins at Broncos this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was that your impression? Was that your uh, your two <laughs> I guess it was. Issue? Yeah.
1: It's, is it better or worse than my Doc Brown? <laughs>
0: uh,
1: equal. <laughs> Consistency. That's what I'm all about. Uh, yeah, but I think <laughs> this game's going to be a laugher. I think the Dolphins are going to come out. Their defense, I'm blown away by how great great they're playing and uh i too, it just seems to be getting better before our eyes every single week, so I think uh Miami's gonna handle business
0: yeah i uh I agree with you um the Broncos are struggling right now uh Locke sounds like he's going to you know be brave and and try to uh try to make things happen but uh an an injury around your ribs, an injury around your abs. I don't like it, even if he's in the game uh, even if he's in the game that's going to be rough. if he takes one bad hit, he could be gone. His throws aren't going to be as sharp. Uh, I don't think there's it feels weird to say, but I don't think there's much standing in the dolphins' way on this one. Um, it's kind of unbelievable that the dolphins are chasing the bills for the division lead. It's been a long time since we said something like that crazy. ooh, oh wow. Well. Um, Speaking of, well, do we have to I was just going to let you skip <laughs> to your next one. All right. Well, all right, everybody. Apparently, the Jets have another game. They haven't been relegated to, uh, you know, to NCAA Division three yet, but maybe after this week. Uh, they're taking on the Chargers. So uh, there's at least a couple pieces there, you know, Herbert and uh, Williams and whoever the running back, Balazs, I guess this week. Uh, the Jets are going with Joe Flacco. I guess Darnold's shoulder, um, maybe shoulder slash scapegoat, same as uh, Minshew. Uh, he's not quite ready to go. They're looking for their first win of the season. And I got a quick question for you, yeah. Jeff. What happens first? Do the Jets win first or do the Steelers lose first? Uh, I'm picking the Jets this week. You are? Wow. I don't
1: know why. I don't even I know why. Not. I yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Sorry, no, that's all right. I, I mean, uh, really close. I, I think this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be Herbert's highlight reel. Please. No,
1: I saw a picture. Of Herbert cut his hair off. I don't know why he did it. He looks like he's uh, a thirteen-year-old tween. <laughs> he's, he lost his magic. The Herbert magic's gone. He's gonna be growing his locks back by next season. But yeah, the Jets upset of the week. I'm calling it right now. They beat the Chargers, and Anthony Lynn is gonna be on really thin ice, unfortunately. And I, I, I oh, hope I'm wrong there, but. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the jets. Blah, blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, quickly on that haircut. I'm glad you mentioned that. I saw a funny meme online. It said with one haircut, uh, with one haircut Herbert went from looking like ROTY rookie of the year to ROTC like the officer training <laughs> corps. Yeah. <laughs> But does it all but does it also seem like when he cut his hair his face got like super pimply and nerdy yeah, looking and like, all his cool swagger just disappeared? I saw something
1: it was along the lines of it looks like Justin Herbert got the CS five and hasn't slept since.
0: <laughs> That's actually possible for sure too. You know kids oh, these days. Yeah. A little...
1: uh, our next matchup is gonna be a really, really fun <laughs> game. Um it's the Packers at the Colts. Colts D is looking really, really good. The Packers are always looking really good. They're both coming off big wins last week and they're looking to continue their success. Uh, both teams are leading their divisions respectively and yeah, they want to continue their, their, their winning ways. Um, I really, really like what I'm seeing from the Indianapolis Colts defense. Um, Darius Leonard's finally back and healthy and a hundred percent. And that guy is involved in every play. He's one of the best middle linebackers in the game. And it's going to be interesting to see if they can slow down Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, because those two have just been, you know, playing like video game numbers, um, you know, speaking of PS5s, these guys have been doing it every single week. It's crazy. But, uh, you know, Alan Lazard's back in the picture now. They just activated him off the air. Marquez Valdez Scantling had a big game last week. So has he gained more of Aaron Rodgers' trust? Either way, you know, it seems like they have pass catchers now when everybody said after the draft that's what they should have done. And, you know, they're the, currently the number one seed in the NFC, they like to be the number one seed in that conference. So you know, they seem to know what they're doing. Um, they got a great run game there as well. I'm not really sure. I could flip a coin on this one. It's in Indianapolis. I just like Aaron Rodgers more than I like Phillip Rivers, so I'm going with the Packers.
0: Yeah, that's you uh you narrowed it down basically the same way that I did. This is gonna be an ex- a good, exciting game. It's gonna be close. Um, but the way Rodgers is playing right now, he just finds a way to win. Um and you know, Rivers will look better and the Colts will look better, but I don't I don't think they're up to the task. I'm going with the Packers as well. Alright, well, up next we've got two storied franchises. We've got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, <clears throat> both teams have kind of seen better days, although the Vikings are getting hot. They're riding a three-game winning streak. Um, all divisional wins. They actually, uh, I don't know if you remember this, a few weeks ago, they actually solved the Aaron Rodgers mystery, and uh, the answer was Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah. Four touchdowns in the first quarter, so or the first half, so... Uh, hopefully the Cowboys have Dalvin Cook, but uh, they don't, and the Vikings do. So, uh, not a lot to talk about. I guess the big thing in Dallas is we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Dalton appears to be back, but uh, Gilbert actually had a pretty okay matchup against the Steelers. He almost upset them. Um, they might give him another might give him another start before they they strap the Red Rocket back on. Um, I'm interested to see after the game. Really, these two coaches do not like each other. Uh, McCarthy and Zimmer. They they've had some heated words in the past, and if things get you know things start to get greasy, I'm I'm interested to see if there's any uh, any tension, but. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook bounces back from a tough matchup against Chicago. Uh, I think Jefferson keeps riding high. And Kirk Cousins, he finally won a Monday night game, so he might as well get another win on Sunday.
1: Yeah, this one's going to be – I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think, you know, you said the Cowboys coming off their bye. They've had a chance to game plan for two weeks with, you know – because the season since Dak went down has just been a snowball of just bad news and bad breaks and just, you know. So you got to give McCarthy some credit for – I don't even, maybe not even credit, but you know, you got to give him, that's part of the equation for him his first year on the team. So I think, you know, with the bye week he has a chance to see what he's actually dealing with and, you know, game plan around that instead of trying to adjust on the fly. But I still like what the Vikings are doing. Like you said, Dalvin Cook is playing out of this world and um, yeah, they they're rolling right now. And I think they can, if they keep winning, which I think they will this week, uh, you know, they're going to be right back in the wild card race. So yeah, I'm taking Minnesota Okey-dokey. Sunday night football revenge game city we were earlier in the year the chiefs raiders have faced off and the raiders shocked the world gave the chiefs their only loss of the season and uh they face off one more time i'm sure the chiefs are eager for this game to kick off because they, they were kind of embarrassed last time they faced uh they faced each other uh the chiefs have some starting old linemen uh they have two starting old linemen as well as one backup are all late additions to the COVID list i don't know if you heard the raiders have eight Defensive players uh, on the on the COVID Ooh. list considered close contacts, but that's a big chunk of your defense. I don't know; two thirds is pretty important. And that's it sounds great. like all these guys have a chance to get back if they clear and have the negative tests, but it's definitely something to monitor. I mean, this game could get out of hand if the Raiders have no defense, but um, it's something to monitor. And especially with you know the late night game, it's you know you might want to adjust accordingly because if you're missing out on guys that. I mean, it is defensive players, but, you know, it just, it's, you know, I don't really know how that's going to affect the game. You know, the, Ra- the Chiefs do it anyways, but they didn't last time they placed the Raiders. So I don't know. This one's going to be a fun game. Andy Reid's coming off a bye is like 24 and, a, and one or 240 and one. He seems like he never loses when he comes <laughs> off a bye. And uh, he's had two weeks to prepare for this game. And I'm sure they're fired up. I'm taking the Chiefs by double digits.
0: By double digits, Oof. I'm taking the Chiefs, but I don't know if it's going to be quite that big of a gap. I think the uh, I think the Raiders are still going to give them a a challenge, but I don't think it's going to quite play out the same as last time. Uh, they got them once; that's that's good, but I don't think anybody's going to get the Chiefs twice in one season for a long time. So I got the Chiefs too. Okay, Monday Night Football. We've got. Uh, We've got a Super Bowl rematch, at least between the quarterbacks, uh Brady taking on Jared Goff. We got the Buccaneers taking on the Rams. Uh Brady two weeks ago had possibly the worst game of his career and he bounced right back. Anybody who was doubting him, anybody who was calling him old, uh anybody who said he needed to eat some meat once in a while, he really uh stuffed it down their throat. And he's going to be looking to do the same thing. They've got a this is a this is actually a pretty good Monday night game. I'm excited. Both of these offenses are starting to roll. The Rams just came off of a huge win over the Seahawks. Um, and the Rams defense last week, they totally neutralized uh, Russell Wilson. They totally neutralized DK Metcalf um you know the the Seahawks were missing some of their some of their running backs obviously but uh, the rest of their team was still getting it done every week and and LA didn't really have a problem with it this is going to be a good test for both teams the Buccaneers defense has been great the Rams defense is coming on strong uh both of these coaches know how to game plan with the best of them both of these quarterbacks know how to play under pressure uh but uh i'm gonna give it to experience experience in this one i think tom brady's not done yet uh i think the buccaneers are going to come away with a one yeah, this is gonna
1: be an amazing game i mean all three of the primetime games this week are pretty awesome matchups uh, when you consider the revenge factor in the chiefs raiders game um yeah i mean this is another one i could flip a coin the rams d is playing really really well right now but uh, the bucks d is playing really good too and their offense is really clicking and uh yeah, I mean, it comes down to Jared Goff, and I really don't trust him. I mean, he had a juicy matchup last week, and he didn't take advantage of it, so I don't see why I can uh, I can trust him this week. I'm taking
0: the Buccaneers as well. Well, that's all for the NFL matchups. Now we've got some real business to take care of. We're going to look at the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and break down the road to victory. get uh, it. Skater- so you know what we're gonna start things off right away with the only matchup that anybody cares about hearing about
1: this is the moment
0: <laughs> <laughs> i usually I've been waiting all year be, for this. i usually try to be a polite host and i kind of move our matchups down the list sometimes so that it doesn't feel like we're just talking about our own teams all the time but you know what this is it week 11 The Mean Machine is taking on a Falkalypse now. It's a family battle royale. And uh, looking at your team, Jeff, the road to victory for your team is just don't Falk it up. You're the top team in the league. Uh, But I do have to warn you, the last two teams that came into my house with Swagger got sent home crying. Just call call up your buddies, Craig and Whammer, and ask them how they've been feeling. Uh, no, looking at your players, you definitely need Stafford uh, to play. We've got that thumb injury that we talked about. Uh, Noah Fant to play and probably have Drew Locke getting him the ball. Um, and no matter who the Saints QB is, if it's Winston or if it's uh, Hill, if Kamara's not involved in the passing game, I do worry a little bit about that. He had 15 rushing yards. He hasn't been super great on the ground, even though he is still scoring those uh, those close touchdowns. But uh, it's a passing game that's really giving him those humongous RB1 weeks. So uh, as long as he's catching passes, you should be okay, I think.
1: Well, here's, here's your road to victory, and here's my advice for you. Just stay the Falk out of the way, man. Just I, I'm on a mission this year. You're a little glip on the radar. You're a bump in the road. I'm focused on the prize at the end of the year, and you need a miracle, my friend. You need a miracle. No, I don't think it's that close. I think this is going to be a fun matchup and I was thinking about it. You were talking about last week how you've had uh, two Monday night or two matchups that came down to an IDP on Monday night and you've got Aaron Donald going again Monday night, so it's going to be another one of those, I think. Um, oh boy. Yeah, for but for your, you know, your road to victory, you need your new receivers to pay off right away. Uh, you need Tyler Lockett to play and play really well tomorrow night. And uh you need Jacobs to have a great game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um I I you know, you started you're starting the uh, Ahmed there in Miami, and you may have another running back in your lineup. You may not, but uh, uh, you need Teddy two gloves to be in there, and you need him to play well. And uh, yeah, and you like I said, you you kind of covered what needs to happen as far as my team. I think uh, if if I'm missing any of my you know Stafford Stafford fan or even Camaro who's banged up, uh, I think I'm going
0: to be in trouble. And this is going to
1: be a really tight matchup. Man, I'm really looking forward to this and all the all the banter that's going to go back and forth.
0: Oh, I think our episode next Tuesday just needs to be like a, uh, you know, every 10 minute increment total recap of our game
1: only. <laughs> well, it's or, or there's only going to be one of us and the other guys will be so pissed off. Yeah, I'm right. not available.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's a good thing the trade deadline is before this week because uh, otherwise everything might be for sale.
1: Well, I, I almost wish we didn't have a trade deadline sometimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause there's, it changed, ah. everything changes this time of year. Everything changes like hourly. It feels like you get an injured player and you're like, Oh, I'm done for the year. It's tank time. But anyways, we're going to see what happens in the next couple of days. Um, yeah. our next matchup in the, in the League of extraordinary gentlemen is, uh, Tim versus Christian. Uh, Tim's currently four and six. Christian is one and nine. I don't know how he got that one. We'll cover that maybe in another episode. Um, But for Tim, I'm going to cover him and his road to victory. He just needs his players to show up on Sunday. I think uh, he's got the better lineup, top to bottom. He needs Russ to have a bounce-back game against Arizona. He had 33 points last time they faced off, and if he has anything close to that, that's you know half a Christian's point total on an average basis. Um, Tim made the trade earlier this week. He added the two Ravens. He's going to hope that they pay off. They're both in the starting lineup, J.K. Dobbins and Marquise Brown. And... (laughs) and uh, he's got the, you know that Tim Magic we've been talking about all year. He's got Malcolm Brown and Gio G- 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 in his lineup, and uh, he needs those guys to pay off for him as well. Uh, well, he doesn't really need them, to, but he'd like to see them pay off so he can you know figure out what he's doing this year. And he's got Alan Lazard back finally. He made that trade when Lazard was hurt, and now he's going to be in his lineup. So, you know, Tim's, Tim's team's filling out here.
0: Tim, I love you. And, uh, you know, with everything that uh, we talked about, Before Tuesday's show with Tommy and all that you're going through, I want nothing but the best. But I'm sorry, man. You are going to lose to Christian's team this week. Stun punts are going to be two and nine after this weekend. Christian, if you are listening, listen closely. Number one, just pretend you're playing my team. That worked. Number two, (laughs) I just traded you Daryl Henderson. I had just received Daryl Henderson from Tim. There is nothing that Tim will hate more than if you put Daryl Henderson in and he goes off for 25 or 30 points. Number three, and this is the most important one. Did you say if there? Sorry, did you say if you puts him in his lineup? Well, wow, let me get to number three here. <laughs> number three, take Devonta Freeman out of your lineup. He doesn't have a game this week. Take Jarek McKinnon out of your lineup. He doesn't have a game this week. Take Sterling Shepard out of your lineup. He doesn't have a game this week. Take Akeem Hicks out of your lineup. He doesn't have a game this week. But Christian, if you take those four guys out of your lineup and put actual physical active players in, you are going to be projected to win this matchup. You are already almost projected to win this matchup. For the love of God, man, win this matchup. You can do it. I love you, Tim.
1: I think I speak for the rest of the league, and no offense, Christian, I really hope he finishes one and thirteen.
0: Oh (laughs) no, two and twelve, I can live with. I love this,
1: Christian (laughs) (laughs) Kyle. This is like the my new favorite rivalry in the league, and it's not even a
0: rivalry. I know Christian probably doesn't even know about it. I'm the only guy who supports him in the whole league, and now does he pay me back?
1: Oh, man, I love it. Kick to
0: the groin. Oh, Uh, boy. All right, let's move along here. All right, let's Uh, do it. Our next matchup. This next one I'm excited about. We got uh, Chiefs Kingdom and Hunting Jags. Chiefs Kingdom are five and five. Uh, Hunting Jaguars are four and six. This is going to be a close one. Steve, you've got a nice, solid lineup going into this one. I want to see Big Ben and Juju have that connection they've had for the last little bit uh Drake is back. That's huge. He could start your week off with a huge Thursday night against the Seattle D. And Derek Carr, last time he went up against the Chiefs, he did work. And you got to hope that that's happening. And just like Jeff, you're hoping that Matt Stafford's in there and you're hoping that he keeps the touchdown train going to Jones.
1: Well, I saw Jones popped up on the uh, injury report. He was limited today with a knee injury. So that's something to worry <laughs> uh, Well, oh, yeah, I mean, scratch it... that
0: last one then. Well, if he
1: plays and no Galladay, Jones is a really good option for sure. Um, Chad though for his uh, road to victory here he needs Calvin Ridley to be back in his lineup. His receivers are not very. He doesn't have the depth there at all. And Calvin Ridley is you know a stud receiver. He needs that guy in there. Uh, Kyler Murray is going up against the Seattle again. Again like I mentioned Russ had thirty three points last time these two faced off. Kyler had forty three points last time they faced off. So if he does that, it's going to be put him put him in really good shape. And Lamar's going up against Tennessee. So they don't you know they haven't been great against quarterbacks this year. If Lamar can put up some big points, that's going to be good for Chad. And uh, he needs his running backs. So they kind of you know great matchups. You know James Robinson's going up against the Steelers and their amazing run defense. And Kareem Hunt's going up against Philly, who you know they're they're no slouch on the defensive side of the ball. They just can't do anything on offensively. Um, but in in order for Chief or Chad to win this one, he needs big time. He needs Calvin Ridley and he needs the the Steelers. He needs the Connor day to happen and then and Big Ben not to throw it too much. He needs James Connor to kind of take over on the ground and uh, kind of squash what Big Ben and Juju can do. Uh, next matchup sit Wentz. I'm, I want to talk about that one more time. This is another, the, the chiefs kingdom and Steve, that's another one I had circled because if Steve wins this one, these guys are going to be tied for record with two weeks to go. The bottom of that playoff picture is going to be like, this is a big, big playoff Im- implication uh, matchup. And I'm, I'm excited for, uh, but the next one, not so much. We got one team in the playoffs. Another <laughs> one that's not going to make the playoffs. That's grant versus Kevin, uh, sit Wentz play hurts at two and eight and judge Judy. Certainly, uh, currently sitting at six and four uh the, the way grant's gonna win this matchup he's gonna need a lot of help he's got chris carson now hopefully he plays for him he needs him to play tomorrow night and have a good game he needs drew Locke to be able to play and play well and he needs his running backs um uh, you know if it's not carson he's got deandre swift he's got harris in new england and he's got perrine for the jets um you know not sexy options but they're getting uh plenty of touches so and deandre swift is kind of you know on the up front of uh maybe the best run, rookie running back in the league this year. So uh, if those guys going to have big days, he could, you know, pull a big upset here. Kevin, you know, put up a really big dud last week, and if that continues, it'll be interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, a big part of Grant beating Kevin is if Joe Mixon doesn't play and Kevin leaves him in his lineup again.
0: Yeah, well, you just touched on point number one. Uh, Kevin's team had a dud, but uh, that all could have been overcome. If he just didn't make that cardinal sin of leaving an inactive Joe Mixon in, but you know what, we ragged on the guy enough on Tuesday. Um, Kevin, you're hoping that uh, Rogers and Adams just go off the way they have been. Um, you need a big bounce back week for AJ Brown. Uh, Mike Davis has got a chance again with McCaffrey out to get you some points. He had a rough outing last week, and uh, I I feel like this one, if if there's a if there's any chance of it being a close game. I think that what really might save you is Antonio Brown doing work on Monday night. And uh, depending how that NFL investigation on the bike throwing incident goes, you know, this could be the last game that we see Brown in for quite some time. So hopefully it makes it a good one for you. Well, I wonder, is this, uh, well, is this one of the matchups you had circled? on it, the lineup
1: it's not actually that's how good this week Ooh. is yeah i had three of them yeah, it was well, ours chiefs and
0: steve and then one more I'll, we'll talk about then, later yeah i i have a feeling about which one that one more is <laughs> yeah. then uh yeah this is a good one though uh, or at least record wise we've got henniger's team mike's mustache taking on uh todd's team the young guns uh mike's mustache is six and four and the young guns are five and five uh todd you've got a tough hill to climb henniger's henniger's got some talent he's got some big names that have been uh you know, letting them down a little bit, but any week they could turn it around. And for your team, you're trusting so many young guns. Get it?
1: Yeah, get it. see what you did there. Nice.
0: Uh, to come in into the big show and, and play like professionals. Uh, but this is a good week for Herbert. He's going to eat all day against the Jets' D. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Joe Burrow and T. Higgins can do. They should be in a fairly competitive game against the football team. So there might be some uh, last-minute magic from Joe Burrow. A big indicator. This is going to be the barometer of your chance to win. How do the Indianapolis Colts use Jonathan Taylor? If they're giving him the ball, I think you've got a pretty good chance. And if they're not, uh, well, we're going to have to talk about nice things for Henniger's team next week.
1: Well, it's a tough matchup for Taylor against the Ravens, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's had extra (laughs) days to rest if it, if it is a lingering injury that he's dealing with, but we're going to find out on Sunday. Um, Hanger's path to victory is, you know, he needs Michael Thomas. He needs the real Michael Thomas to show up finally. And uh, he needs Zeke to play, obviously. Um, yeah. He needs his boomer bust receivers to go boom this week. Devontae Parker and Corey Davis have kind of been hit and miss uh, the, uh, the last couple of weeks here, and he needs them to hit. And he needs Leonard Fournette to find the end zone because uh, it seems like Rojo's taking over that role, but Hanger's uh, starting Fournette as of right now. Uh, he's got Carson Wentz mm. going up against Cleveland. He needs to not get you know, absolutely destroyed in that game. a like guy. said, I think Miles Garrett's going to wreck that game. And uh, if that happens, that's bad news for Henniger's team. And he also needs TJ to be actually tanking. And I think that'll help Henniger's chances a lot. If t- Todd has actually decided, I don't know what he's doing. I haven't heard. Uh, he hasn't, you know, kind of confirmed one way or another, but it's that time of year. And uh, I know he was a full rebuild at the start of the year and he kind of got more wins than he thought he would does he you know does he try to sneak in or does he you know want to get into that playdown, so we'll we'll know when we see his lineup at uh, kickoff Sunday
0: definitely that's a dangerous game that happened to me a couple of years ago where I came into the season thinking, okay, it's not going to be my year, and I think out of the first four or five weeks, I ended up with three or four wins, and all of a sudden I started selling all those pieces that I had uh worked so hard to acquire that was That was the year I talked about those bad trades where I gave Marty Nick Chubb, and Lamar Jackson just to stay in the hunt. I have a question. And, about. Uh, I, sorry. I, I didn't win. I didn't win. No, I didn't you win didn't, that didn't. year. Didn't didn't work out for me. <laughs> so.
1: uh, I have a question here because Henniger is starting Jared Goff and he's also starting the Tampa Bay defense and they face off against each other. Is that ever a concern or a consideration when you're, you're picking and setting lineups uh, or do you just trust the Tampa Bay D? They've been a good fantasy defense. You put them in and don't worry about it.
0: Well, a quarterback I don't like to do that with, to be honest with you. I don't mind starting a running back or a receiver because it's possible for one or two guys to have a big day and still for the defense to play well um It's tough to get away from. I understand the bucks have been a good d They've got some tough matchups coming. I'll be honest with you in another league that I had the uh that I had the Buccaneers d I actually ended up dropping them, and I'm right now carrying two defenses in that league. I've got the Colts and uh the i think the cardinals oh no the colts and the browns in that league um this is the time of year that i start looking forward to the playoff matchups and the end of season matchups cuz those dst points can be huge so it's a risky one he's he's possibly sacrificing quarterback or or defensive but uh, you know what if if that's what he wants to do and stick with it then Good luck to him, I guess.
1: Well, it's awesome because his other defense on his team is the Browns, and he's got Wentz who's facing the Browns. So either defense. He oh. has, he's got the quarterback
0: facing I would probably play the Browns D, to be honest with you, even though you know it's not good for Wentz. It's not like it's going to be any better just because he didn't play them. I think the Browns D has a better chance of going off than the Bucks D this week, but that's just me. I agree. What do I know? Uh oh well, I know what Marty's team needs. Yeah. Marty's team needs uh oh. That's Whoa, all right. We're Marty's we're team needs the win. Matchup. Yeah, no, let's do it right now. We're going to talk about. Uh, Bed-
1: That's all right, man. We got Bednar on <laughs> against Marty, and this is a big one because uh, you know, don't hustle. The Hawks got four wins, and Marty's got seven. But Marty's team, we've talked about it all year long. He's got all the bills, and they're on a bye week this week. So the- Bednar's got a real, you know, like a legitimate path to victory here, and he needs you know some breaks. He needs Chase Claypool to continue to be the rookie that he's been all year. He's got nine touchdowns already in nine weeks. Amazing. He needs, uh, you know, that amazing spoiler combo of Joe Flacco and Brashad Perriman to hit again. And uh, he needs Naheem Hines to score a touchdown or two against the Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. He also needs two defensive players. So uh, set your line up and get that done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, Marty's got no Buffalo Bills this week. So he needs, uh, he is beatable.
0: Yeah, that's tough. The one thing that he really has going for him is uh, it's going to be another bad weather game in Cleveland, and uh, Chubb looked fantastic. They gave him lots of work. Um, even even splitting with uh, Hunt, Chubb's going to be uh, hopefully not running out of bounds at the one. Hopefully he's in a situation where he can take that big, long run into the end zone. Um, but there's definitely some things that uh, he's going to be crossing his fingers on. Cam Akers um, got the work last week, but That hasn't really been the case uh, through the season, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Rams' backfield. Uh, Definitely, 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 Marty is praying right now that the Cowboys announce Dalton to be the quarterback because if he doesn't play, that's going to hurt him for sure. And uh, he's got a trio of rookie wide receivers. He's got uh, Ruggs from the Raiders, uh, Pittman, who, oh, my God, we've talked about this guy all week, and uh, C.D. Lamb. And those three, they can really swing this matchup one way or the other. If all three, if all three are a dud, it could be, uh, it could be Bednar's time to shine. And if all three do what they can do, then uh, Marty could be looking at eight and three.
1: It's gonna be a tight one. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's the season. I,
0: this matchup, though, this is the oh one, man, right? yeah. this ding ding other, ding. Other than ours, this Ooh, is the one. This is the head, class of the titans. Clash of the two teams I just disposed of pretty easily the last couple of weeks. Sorry, guys, you're not sorry. Uh, we got J- no, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that they suck. It sucks to <laughs> suck, but you know. Anyways, we got uh, Jones in for a title, five and five, and you look like AJ Green at six and four. This is two teams projected for around 200 points. I uh, didn't write down the actual separation. I think it's like six point separation in the projection. This is a power matchup. Whammer, you are, you are rolling with Tom Brady. He let you down against my team. He bounced back in a big way this past week. You want Tom terrific. You want Monday night Tom to come out. You want him to show the world he's still for real Show the world he's got the body of a 23-year-old and the brain of a 43-year-old and just do work against the Rams. You need your running backs to step up in a big way, though, man. Connor has not been getting it done for you, but I understand you got to roll him out. And uh, Duke, hopefully hopefully he's more like uh, the Duke of Earl and not like a big Dookie. <laughs> um, you got a good game from DJ Moore, but uh, if Teddy's not throwing him the ball, that's going to be tough. And uh, I like that besides Brady, he's also got two wide receivers going in the Monday night game. So uh, he'll be looking for Cooper Cup and Mike Evans to both be productive and probably both find the end zone. But those are tough defensive matchups. So a lot of ifs, a lot of ifs.
1: Well, and Craig's got like a lot on line here. You said he's five and five. He's projected to get like over 210 points this week. And uh, he's must win territory. Um And what he needs is he needs his just insane receiving core to go ham. He needs, uh, you know, he's got Hopkins and Metcalf playing tomorrow night and Thursday night football. The last time these guys played uh, versus each other, Hopkins had a big day with 19 points, but Metcalf only had five. So, you know, has Arizona figured out a way to, figured out a way to slow him down? Uh, I don't know. We're going to find out, but he's due for a, you know, kind of a bounce back game after getting shut down by Jalen Ramsey. Uh, This is going to be the first game where Craig has beef, Kirky in his lineup, Kirk Cousins, uh, after losing Drew Brees. And he's facing off against Dallas, who are coming off a bye. You know that's going to be—I don't think it's going to be the cakewalk that uh, that people. You know, it's going to be a tight game, I think. And uh, yeah, he just needs Whammer to make the wrong decision with quarterback. He's got Whammer's got Watson versus New England, Brady against the Rams, and Cam against Houston. And I mean, lo- looking at the matchups, you probably would—I would favor Cam's matchup versus the other two, but. The other two are better talents and better situations, so I, I hope Whammer makes the right choice. But for Geester to win, he needs—I think—he needs Whammer to make the wrong one.
0: Oh boy, I am—I am pumped. I hope this is a sixty-point blowout for either team. I don't even care.
1: Well, I mean, Whammer's got a lot going Monday night, right? I don't think Craig has anybody in the uh, on the Rams or the Buccaneers. So Craig's going to know by the end of Sunday night what his score is, and Whammer's going to be playing from behind. So it's going to be exciting, oh.
0: man well and that's the thing like he's probably even if it's even if it's a quote-unquote close game he's probably going to be down 50 points after sunday night like he's going to be just glued to the tv just praying for big plays well, going down the. he field. could be down oh, 50 man. points after
1: tomorrow night with metcalf and hopkins like those guys are capable <laughs> that's
0: of that's true that's true oh man this is a good week i'm excited it is all right. Well that's uh that wraps up all of our matchups for the for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's things are flying. We've got three weeks left. We've got a whole whack of teams right in the middle, uh, trying to make their way into the playoffs and, and uh, one guy up to top with the weird ass Sorry. Ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yuck. Well, you know what? Personally, I like to keep things exciting. Like, what's the point? What's the point of getting all your wins up front only to blow in the first round of playoffs? I oh, don't like, even say that. It's, it's been oh, like, whoops. that's what happens. Like week 14. <laughs> I have the dud week. Week 14 every year. I hope it doesn't happen this year, but yeah, we'll see. Well, you know what? It's all about planning, right? Well, speaking of planning, you gotta, plan. when
1: you're setting your lineups this week, friends, you got to make sure you plan for the bye weeks. We got our bye, bye, bye. It's the Bears, Bills, Giants, and 49ers. Um, you know, not a lot of exciting players and the giants or the 49ers but uh your bills there's some key guys and the the bears you know alan robinson anyways and and some other guys that are probably starting for you are not going to be playing this week so make sure make sure you uh,
0: adjust your lineups accordingly absolutely well thanks for listening everybody it's been uh it's been a busy week uh thanks for sticking with us for so many so many shows in a row uh, good luck with all of your, uh, with all your matchup decisions. And uh, remember, if you need some last minute advice, you can always reach out uh, to the email fantasyfalconfootball at at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to leave us a voice message, um, I'll make sure that the, uh, the link is in the show description. So if we did you dirty, if we gave you bad advice, uh, if you want to gloat about a big win, if you just got something to say on next week's show, don't be a stranger. Give us a call.
1: That's right, and until then, set
0: your Falcon lineups.